You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Ham. One of the main reasons that proactive estate planning is such an important gift to your family is that it can make such a big difference in keeping family relationships intact. Here is trusted estate planning specialist, Sherry McMillan, talking about the importance of preserving family harmony. And I think the great part about looking at it in a proactive light is there's a peace of mind that's created, that you have things in order, and you've taken care of the most precious thing, which is not your asset base, it's your loved ones. You've taken care of your loved ones by putting this design in place. And most of our families at Complete Estate Planning say that. I didn't realize this is truly just a gift to my family, but it is because what you've done is you've made it so that ultimately the responsibility where it should be, which is with you who created it, should govern and steward how it's transposed and it should be done in an effective and efficient and easy manner so you don't create conflict in your family. And by doing it in proactive stances, you can accomplish that. So truly the gift is a kindness to your family because you keep them harmonious. And of course, keeping them harmonious often relates to parents understanding the difference between fair and equal. Well, they're not the same, Herb, fair and equal. And generally, when we're working with families, we spend a great deal of time here. The reason being is most of us, when we have had family dynamics through the years, have treated our children in principle equally. We do try to in society. But what happens is often it becomes disequal based on fairness. So, you know, let's say I have a child that's been ill for a window of time. I may have supported them, helped them with their down payment on their home. I may have done all kinds of things to benefit the child that was in need. Well, is that fair? Is that equal? They're not the same thing. And so by definition, when we're looking at designing our estates for our loved ones, we'll typically want to have a fair approach not necessarily an equal approach. Now, sometimes it does end up that equal is fair, but sometimes fair is not equal. And so we want families to have the liberty to have these kinds of discussions because if they think that the children won't have these discussions, they are wrong. The first thing that will happen when we are gone is the children will have their own interpretation of fair and equal as well. And so we see that very often, you know, perhaps we've had a a daughter that cared for the elder parents on a basis of time, money, energy, and her siblings didn't participate at the same level. Should she share in the exact same amount in the estate with her siblings? Well, that's a debate, isn't it? And so we don't want the debate to be occurring amongst the children, but rather with mom and dad who have the authority over the estate to come to the determination of what fair means and what equal means, and then try and design their estate in that manner. And there's always a 
solution once we get creative with it. But it takes a bit of dialogue, communication, and, and, you know, sometimes listening. Many times we even have the parents chat with their children a little bit and get feedback because that also can contribute to the fundamental decision that they make at the end of the day. Do you find this is... uh one of the cores to your approach, this dialogue, having people really literally being on the same page. We don't want people's expectations to not be met if possible. And so frequently when we've had families designing their estate plans, the communication is equally as important as any tax or legal work that they'll be doing. So for example, we had a wonderful family business that we worked with some time back and this family business owner had assumed that the business should go to his daughter because she was working in it as a secretary. But when we discussed with the son that the family business might go to the daughter and how did he feel about that, he said, well, the family business should go to me because I'm the son and it's our family name. It's a legacy. So the father was unaware that his son felt that way. And imagine if he'd planned his estate where the business went to his daughter. Who didn't want the responsibility of the business. And so good communication in this case was a key to things working out for the daughter, for the son and for the parents. And so I think families need to know that estate planning certainly is about tax. It certainly is about law, but it's much more than that today. It's about what are the expectations of the beneficiaries and can we meet them if we're proactive about discussing them in advance. And you said something interesting before, that once you understand the expectations, there are always solutions and options. That's right. It's when we are blindsided or we can't change the plan after a passing that you end up with conflict. So, you know, they were vocal, these children, about what their expectation was and what their hope was. And we could meet that because it was reasonable and we found a fair solution that worked for everybody. And I can tell you that the business owner, the father and mother, are absolutely delighted. They feel another level of success because everybody has come together in this means. You know, we have another example of this that's at a different level, Herb, that I love to share. It's about a family hutch that was in a family one day we were working with. And it had a lot of meaning to everyone. And two children wanted it and even outright said that they would fight over it. So we're going to have a multi-million dollar estate tied up in court over a family hutch. I mean, that makes no sense. So what we did is we held a family barbecue with the solution being that we did a draw during the barbecue of who would get the original hutch and who would get the reproduction hutch that they had made. And they had a great event. They had a family opportunity to be together, a family session that they'll always remember, and closure around that issue before mom and dad are ever gone. And so that issue won't come to the table later. And I think that's what we need to understand about estates. Estates are not about the wealth that we created, a particular asset. Like they're not about a mutual fund we own. They're not about a particular GIC or a particular property. What they're about is the meaning that's attached to them. And so if we can sort that through with the tax and the legal plan in mind, we have a very successful estate plan at the end of the day. On a personal note, my sense would be that these kind of outcomes bring a great deal of satisfaction to you and your team at McMillan Estate Planning. They certainly do, Herb. I mean, our hope in every family situation, our primary hope is that harmony remains in a family always because assets can be replaced. You can buy another 
stock, you can buy another bond. What you can't do is buy another brother, another sister, another nephew. And so if at the end of the day, the estate is preserved in a manner that harmony is preserved in a family, I think that's the ultimate success in a family. And the key that unlocks that door is exceptional planning. That's right, and communication, and not waiting. You must do this when you have time, and also not only when you have time, when you don't have pressures at end of life, for example. You know, many times people come into our office because people do tend to procrastinate and say, oh my goodness, you know, I've been told I'm terminal, I need to do my plan now. Well, that's okay. We can still accomplish the plan, but I don't think the same forethought can go into a plan at that juncture of our life because we're not in the headspace to be contending with it. And so, you know, we obviously at that point are worried about our own demise and we can't think much farther forward. So I think the best time to ever plan is when everything is going well, when everything is perfect in our lives. That is the exact moment that we should be putting things together. So our ideal comes into the plan. Our vision, our dreams, they show up in our plan and then can be laid out in the plan. And as an additional bonus, if we plan proactively and early, there's an opportunity cost that arises in our estates. And what happens is if we utilize some of the tax opportunities and legal opportunities to all of us here in Canada and the United States, if we put them in place earlier, they exponentially grow our estates more rapidly. And we actually leave larger legacies. And so that's important for us for the fact that we're living so long into retirement, so we have more to use and we have more to transfer. Macmillan Estate Planning for Families. When we come back after this short break, more estate planning insights with Sherry Macmillan, including the meaning of stewardship as it relates to estate planning. This is The Strong Room. 